Well, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. I hope this finds you all very, very well, and welcome to On the Green. I am Paul Tretner, your longtime resident of Palm Coast since 1990, and 25-plus-year PGA member. I'm a what's called a PGA Life member and very proud to be a PGA golf professional. Um, hey, hey, Super Bowl Sunday, folks. How are we doing? Yes, and it's going to be, as we all know, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Who you got going? Who you got, man? What a, it's going to be a great game, you know, and it's, it's really funny to see every year who's into the Super Bowl, who's not into the Super Bowl. Some are into the NFL this sometimes. Many aren't. I am. And the only reason I am, <laughs> well, A, as you all know, if you've been listening to the show, my wife just loves the drama of the Kelsey and the, and the Taylor Swift deal. I can care less. I really can. Don't tell my wife that, but I really uh, can care less about that. But uh, I, like many of you listening, we care that our numbers hit. And, you know, this is a big deal for Super Bowl boxes. And I don't know if you gamble and you do any Super Bowl boxes, but uh, that's really fun for me. I don't gamble. I really don't gamble. Um, I did the casino thing. I played the blackjack. Sick of hearing ding, 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 this silly slot machines. That gives me a headache, so I'm really not a casino guy. Uh, my gambling consists of on the golf course, of my own talent or ability, I guess I sh- should say, um, and then boxes. So I am addicted to Super Bowl boxes, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> 2006, I'm going to take you back to 2006. Yeah, it was definitely 2006. Um, I went into the Knights of Columbus off of Old King's Road grab a beer and some lunch, and my buddy Jeff Burns was there. And he said, hey, Paulie, you want to split this $300 box, $150 each? I said, whoa, that's pretty steep because, you know, my boxes consisted of $10, $5, maybe a $25 box. Woo. So, I, you know, I happened to have some extra cash in my, in my wallet, so I jumped into this uh, uh, $300 box. Okay, if there's any IRS uh, agents out there, Please cover yours for the next three minutes. No. So anyway, um, I jump in. P.S., long story short, it's the year Indianapolis and Chicago Bears are in the Super Bowl. We win. We split $13,500. I won $67.50. It was incredible. So that started my uh, little gambling addiction to Super Bowl boxes. Don't judge me. I'm not, I'm not a big gambler. But. Hey, I've, I'm, I'm playing with the, the bank's money, per se. So that's my story of the Super Bowl boxes, and uh, it's pretty cool. Each year I'm in it, and I'm in it this year. <laughs> so we'll see how we do. But anyway, good luck to you all on the boxes. Congratulations to Jack Rossheim. Jack, as you may know, is one of our uh, local residents. Uh, his father uh, owns, uh, you name it, over here on um, – Right here in Palm Coast, great, great print place. If you need any printing or anything like that, you name it. Right off of, uh, oh, what's the road off of US-1? I'm forgetting it. Utility, not Utility Drive. Over there, you you name it, you can find it. Go see Joe Ross. I'm Jack's father. He's got some really good stuff and good prices. Uh, but anyway, he finished second at Bent Creek Golf Course, which is up there just west of Jacksonville. Bent Creek, a uh, nice little golf course. And, folks, for some of you beginners, too, there are so many great golf courses within, you know, let's just say an hour. 
an hour is a decent ride. You know, you get three guys, you got four guys. An hour ride is not bad. And uh, Ben Creek's a cool little golf course. Jack finished second, but I talked to his dad. He said he could have did a lot better, but one swing affected his score. And, you know, don't let that happen, okay? If you're out there, you know, I look at golf. 18 whole rounds as eight, a book of 18 chapters. You know, each hole is, is a chapter and you really, you know, after you finish that hole or that chapter, you got a whole nother chapter to read. So it's a whole new slate, if that makes sense, you know? So I want to take you to, uh, just last week. Okay. I'm going to disclose something that I normally wouldn't do. Uh, but I'm going to disclose a bad golf shot that I hit. And as many of you know, I've been playing really good golf lately. I've, I've told you that. And the reason I told you that is just why I was playing good golf. Um, but that kind of left me a little bit <laughs> lately. And we all know how the game is, man. You play good one week and, you know, it's really tough to stay consistent. Just look at the PGA Tour. Okay, you'll see guys really hot for a couple weeks and then you won't hear from them again. It's, it, a lot of it's mental. You know, a lot of there's so much to it, and it's not just golf; it's any sport really is up and down. But anyway, um, so we're playing the Conservatory right here in Palm Coast. Great Tom Watson designed golf course. Um, and Alex, my partner, and I were two down with three to go. We're on the seventh hole, Tom Watson's favorite hole of the golf course, and I smoked the drive. I had one twenty four into the green to the pin. I was hitting nine. <clears throat> little into the wind, um, and uh, and uh, I shanked it. I hit the S word. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now it wasn't. There's different levels of shanks. I I think you know you got the lateral that goes directly right of you. Okay, or lateral. This one was about a 45 degree here, and it was horrible. It's horrible to hit a shank, and y'all know what I'm saying. We hate to even use the word, but it goes to show that you know. It doesn't matter who you are. Even if PGA Tour players will sometimes see them hit a shank shot. Point is, I dropped another ball there. I hit it about 10 feet. I had that putt for bogey. Uh, I missed it. I made double bogey. But then I went to eight. I parred. And then number nine, I birdied. Point is, don't let one bad shot ruin your round. Honest. It's easy to do. Don't let it affect you. It's really easy to do. So the weather has been pretty darn windy. And pretty darn chilly, at least for us Floridians. Y'all coming down from, from up north, <laughs> this is just – I'm going down the street. I see everyone in short sleeves and stuff, and you just know for a fact their blood is not thinned out just yet. They haven't been down to Florida too long. So, anyway, how do you swing or how do you play better golf when it's cold and windy? So, let's talk about that. There's a saying, swing easy when it's breezy. Very true. Very true. So you got a really windy day. You're hitting into the wind. Have you ever noticed when you're watching the best players in the world? So let's say the best players in the world are 150, but they're into the wind. They normally would hit, let's say, an 8-iron. They may even take a 6-iron, grip down a little bit, and swing easier. And let me tell you the physics behind that. When you strike a golf ball, the golf ball will get backward spin. And if you're going into the wind, the spin will go more. It'll actually make the golf ball spin more and then go higher. When it goes higher, obviously, it's not going to go as far because the wind's going to knock it back down. So when you're playing into the wind, take more club, swing easy, because you won't get as much backspin on the ball. 
All right. Like a golf ball is made with the dimples on the golf ball. If the golf ball had no dimples, let's say it was just perfectly round, like a baseball. See, even a baseball's got the seams, got the, you know, the, the, the seams. And those seams help the ball move. Well, in a golf ball, the little dimples, I know it doesn't sound like much, but those little dimples help the golf ball go up into the air. Okay, have you ever hit balls on a range where the golf balls were poor, they were bad condition, and there was no dimples on it? You'll notice the ball doesn't go as far because there's no lift. There's no lift. There's no dimples to lift the golf ball up into the air. So a little physics, not that I'm a super physics uh, guy, but I do know that. Um, Downwind, just the opposite. So obviously the ball doesn't go as far into the wind, but downwind the ball will definitely go, go further. One other thing. Good players will always hit and practice into the wind because hitting balls into the wind will exaggerate what golf shot you're hitting. Downwind is just the opposite. When you're hitting downwind, the ball gets straightened out by the wind. So don't be fooled. If you're hitting balls on a range and there's a gale behind you of 25 miles an hour coming directly behind you, and you're hitting them straight, then you then part of it is because of the wind is kind of helping you a little bit on that. So anyway, just a little bit of that right there. How about when it's cold, right? What do you do when it's cold in terms of uh, play-wise? Well, obviously, you got to dress good. Here's, my, here's what I do when it's cold. I put long johns on, both bottom and top. Just gives me a good insulator. I don't get the wind coming up my pants or anything like that. So I wear... In, you know, uh, the old, what's called long johns or insulated underwear, call it whatever you will. Um, and also vests. Vests is good because it doesn't restrict your swing. You know what I mean? If you have a nice vest on underneath like a, a nice windbreaker, at least that vest is keeping your core warm, your chest and your, you know, your tummy. But your arms are able to swing nice and free. So little, little two cents on, uh, on that for hitting into the wind, downwind, and cold. Uh, but, hey, some big news on uh, the PGA Tour. So we, I want to hit into that. Before we go to break, I want to hit on that. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of controversy, you know, with the live. And, you know, and I haven't really talked about it much. The reason is, is because, A, you have the information right in front of you. B, there hasn't been much new, like, really, you know, updated news and really solidified news. You know, it's always been like hearsay. So anyway, from what I understand, the PJ Tour is divvying up $1.5 billion, that's B, as in boy, billion dollars. Um, you know, the PJ Tour, John Mon- uh, Jay Monahan <clears throat> had a meeting last Tuesday, the 6th, over at the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. And uh, anyway, I'm just going to read it from the Golf Magazine. Okay, I'm I'm going right to the source. So one week after announcing a landmark investment for one point five billion or more in parentheses, PJ Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan has updated the tour membership on just how much equity value will be issued and how many players will receive it. It was one of the most pressing questions following the announcement. Nine hundred and thirty million is great. But who is going to get it is the big question. So. The lion's share of the initial grants in the PJ Tour Enterprises, a non, a new, parentheses, excuse me, a new for-profit entity, $750 million worth or more than 80% will be going to a group of 36 
players. You can comfortably assume that Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and players of similar fame and accomplishments will be part of what the memo called Group 1. Parentheses. These recipients are earning grants based on their career performances, their past five years of performance, and results in the annual player impact program, a system that measures positive impact on the PGA Tour. That's cool because um, – and this is me now. This is not me reading from golf. But I had Rich Smith, a friend of mine, and, and you know they should take some of that money and put it towards junior golf, women's golf, um, underprivileged children. I don't care what it is, but to where – it's uh, affecting some people, and uh, I, I, hopefully they will. After Group 1 comes a much larger Group 2, which will pull from a much smaller pool of monetary value in grants. Group 2 will cons- or consist of 64 players whose grants will amount to an aggregate of $75 million and will be based on performance on a PJ Tour over the last three years. Group 3 follows with a total of 57 players earning grants that will vest to an aggregate total of $30 million based on their fully exempt status as tour members. Finally, Group 4 will encompass 36 players who were instrumental in building the modern PGA Tour based on career performance. So it w- remains to be seen which former players will qualify via Group 4, but this author is ready to suggest a lifetime member like Davis Love. Um, could those groups, four grants, extend all the way back to Jack Nicholas and even a state of Arnold Palmer? And I think it will. So you know what? I think that's really cool. At least it's a really good step in the right direction of money. And this is Paul Tretner talking right now uh, of something. Okay. Uh, You know, I'm not going to speculate of what I think. I think the PJ tour, you know, had more money to give out and now they're finally doing it. So, and I really hope that some of the players back in the sixties and seventies and eighties, mind you, um, get some of that, you know, I really do. So, um, anyway, uh, we must take a little bit of a break here. So don't go anywhere. Cause we got, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Paul's positive approaches and then, uh, we're going to ocean palm golf course open back up. So we're going to talk about that. Stay right there. Want to flex your golf skills, but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. And welcome back to On the Green. I'm Paul Tretner. So, yeah, we left break with talking a little bit about the PGA Tour, and I think it's really cool that they're divvying up $1.5 billion. Hey, you know what? I think I think some of the pioneers, Arnold Palmer, anyone in sports, football players, the Super Bowl, they can thank Arnold Palmer for... Um, the news, Arnie really started back in the late 50s, early 60s of, you know, NBC or I don't know the, the, the channels at the time. Okay. But anyway, you know, the, the big TV stations really 
Aaron and, and, and covering Arnie. And, of course, Jack came on board. So, so those guys, the pioneers, I think, deserve something. And you know what? If it goes to their foundation, or I think it's great. So, anyway, that's my point on that. I think it's a long time coming. Um, but, anyway, so thank you for all my new listeners. It's really cool. You know, we've been doing this just short of a year, the, the show here, I guess, right about a year. And I do get feedback. It's really, really cool to hear. I got a nice email from uh, uh, Angelo, a, a fairly new uh, resident of Palm Coast. He's a chiropractor. Okay, so we're going to hook up here. Angelo, if you're listening, I'll see you Thursday. We're going to meet up, and um, I'm going to get get Angelo learning the great game of golf, man. It's it's such a great game. I think everyone should really try it one time. I really do. It's, it's such an awesome game. Um, and what's really cool is um, Angelo is a chiropractor. So as you all know, you may be listening right now. You know, there's no... <laughs> There's a lot of back injuries in golf. And, you know, part of the reason is, and, and um, you know, is your posture and so forth and so on. And as a PJ member, we have gone to numerous, I say numerous, multiple, maybe six seminars over my career to where we talked, and, you know, the, the actual physics and the, um, what's the, the word I'm looking for? You know, the, the body itself, the biology, how it works, how to spine angle, how to keep students from uh preventing injury frankly and it really starts with your spine angle and your posture you got to have an athletic stance i know that not a doctor angelo's going to be able to i'd love to get angelo on the show so if you're listening angelo we're going to meet thursday but we're going to also talk about you jumping on the show i'd love to have you on here and and uh, go from there maybe talk a little bit about that but anyway i got to tell you just one quick story about so thankfully i'm 55 years old i really never had back problems until Four years ago, as many of you know, I did get my real estate license. Most of my real estate I was selling up at St. Augustine in Palencia. It's a nice community up there with a golf course, excellent golf course, mind you. Um, had a great time up there working for Lennar, selling new homes. P.S. Long story short, the guys, my construction managers, they all knew I was a golf pro, and they wanted to see me hit a golf ball, and I would blow them off. And finally, they brought golf clubs in with balls, so I had to do it. <laughs> So, so here I am hitting these golf balls over this lake. And, of course, I'm swinging hard because I'm a guy. We got to swing hard. <laughs> See how far the ball goes. So, you know, and I haven't really been practicing or really at all. Okay. I'm, my goal was you know, selling real estate. I wasn't really practicing much golf. I, I hurt my back so bad I couldn't even get up the next day. It was horrible. And it turned out to be muscle spasms. Okay. So, but it felt like my whole back was broke. I mean, that's how bad it was. So, Point is, new respect for people that have back injuries. God bless you. Get it fixed. <laughs> Hopefully, Angelo will help us out on that one. But anyway, um, by the way, if you're not warming up before a round of golf, folks, you have to warm up. You have to warm up. So that means you may have to get to the golf course 10, 15 minutes earlier. When I say warm up, I mean warm-up golf, but you also have to warm up your back. And there's so many different, you know, drills you can do and so forth. Um, you get into a posture and you could, you know, it's hard for me to explain the left hand on the grip and then your right hand way at the end by the club head. So your, your hands are like, you know, three feet apart from each other. 
But when you swing it, it really gets your back in motion. So um, anyway, hopefully we can uh, get Angelo on the show after I, uh, unless he's uh, intimidated by this crazy game of golf, which I know he's not going to be. We're going to have a lot of fun Thursday. Um, so last week, man, really good stuff. We talked about Ocean Palm. Ocean Palm is a nine, was a nine-hole golf course right there on the Volusia-Flagler County line off of A1A. So when you go down there, you know, you got the High Tide Snack Jacks, great restaurant. Hope they hope uh, everything's good with them. I know the storms give them hard times, but I've been eating at Snack Jacks since 1990, since I moved down here. Great restaurant. But anyway, behind the, the tall condominiums is Ocean Palm. A lot of history. I talked about it. Mo Norman used to play out there and give clinics, but I met my wife out there. I've got so many great memories. I met Eddie Money out there. It's just... It's just a great little piece of property, and I'm very grateful that Jeff and Steve Davis are, you know, presented to Flagler Beach. Thank you, Flagler Beach, for listening to them and to have faith in them because I'm telling you, Jeff is – they're smart. They're going to get this golf course into a uh, fun family destination. And, folks, if you have children, golf is a great – great game to get them involved it, it parallels a lot of life's values it really does uh honesty integrity responsibility accountability okay and you know f- let's face it i mean i have a 15 year old okay so i live it and i know sometimes you know how hard it is but anyway um yeah new golfers too what a great place jeff has already talked uh, about having some really new golf and who knows I'm probably going to teach down there a little bit. I told Jeff. I said, anything you need uh, help-wise, I will be there for you. I really will. Uh, it's just a it's a cool place. Um, what they're going to do is, just so you know, used to be a nine-hole course. They're going to make it a 12-hole par three course. The nine-hole course had a couple par fours involved. It had uh, one, two, three, four. It had like five par had par, five par fours and, and, and four par threes, I think it was, or vice versa, five par threes and four par fours, whatever. It's going to be 12 par threes, which is really cool. It's a lot of fun. It's not going to take five hours to play a round of golf. So we need some support. And not, not that we need the support. It's already done. They signed a deal. But when it opens, if you can find your way over there to have a cold beer, have a burger, because I, I, they're opening up a nice restaurant. So they, Jeff and Steve, will be on the show next Sunday. So I invite you to tune in next Sunday, 1030. Uh, and uh, and that way we get a, a better idea, you know, of, of their plans and so forth and so on. So anyway. Okay, so look, we got, got some time left. I want to talk about my positive approaches. You know, the last few weeks, when I say positive approaches, this is my approach to the golf game and, and how I can try to get my listeners better. Not easy to do when we're not in person, but sometimes you can hear something or visualize something and, and give you a better understanding. So I talked about it earlier when we were talking about um, the spine angle and, and warming up. But you look here. Number one, you have to try to warm up before a round of golf. I'm trying to give you the best um, things to lower your score, as simple as that is. So you got to warm up. If you're not warming up, it's going to take you three or four holes. It takes me. If I don't warm up, if I go to the golf course and jump on the first tee, I can expect four holes of not really feeling great in my swing. What I mean by not feeling great is, like, when you go to the range, 
before a round of golf. What you're trying to do, you're trying to find how you're hitting the ball that day. For example, Jack Nicklaus always said, if you go to a range and all of a sudden you're hitting a little fade, left to right fade, and it's going, hit that little left to right fade that day. Don't try to hit a draw. Don't, don't try. Hit what shot you've got going on, you know, and try on your warm up to try to feel or think about what your last thought process is. Because as you know, if you've listened, your last thought process on the golf swing is so, so important. You have to have that. Um, so that's what warm-up is. Warm-up is to get the blood flowing in your back, in your body, and to try to get a good thought process going on. Your pre-shot routine, folks, let me tell you something, too. And I'm, I'm disclosing because I really i am kind of a private person. I don't disclose too much of my golf game, <laughs> especially when I hit a bad shot. But I told you all I shanked a shot at the conservatory. And I got away from my pre-shot routine. So you can't, you can't, you, you got to really try to stay like on your pre-shot routine in your own little world, if that makes sense. Um, I've always taught like when you're out there, right? So you got your three of your buddies, your friends, or maybe you don't even know these people and they may be talking in your swing, this and that and aggravating you a little bit happens all the time. You know, people don't realize they're talking in your swing. So that's why you got to kind of get in your own little office. You know what I mean? You get in your own little thought process. Any sport. I don't care if you're a bowler. And I talk about bowling because, you know, every sport there's some similarities, you know. But uh, you got to get in your own little frame of mind. And that way you kind of get the outside agencies or the outside noise out of here. So anyway, I can go on and on and on about, about the golf swing. I think you all know that. Um, and we're going to continue to do it. So, hey, we've only got two minutes left here. So what I'd like to do is, uh, first off, February 26th, you have to put on your – I would love for you all to play Flagler County Republican um, Golf Tournament Fundraiser, 9 o'clock shotgun start at Grand Haven. Great uh, Jack Nicholas design golf course. you got to play it. Uh, it's one of the best in, in Palm Coast, frankly. And it goes to a great cause. We've got a good field, but we need a few more players. February 26th, if you're not doing anything, 9 o'clock shotgun, you can go to FlaglerGOP.com to register, to get your group registered. So, uh, But anyway, look, enjoy this Super Bowl. Enjoy your day. Uh, have a great time. I thank all of you for your comments. I thank you for listening. Until next week. Have a great week. Keep it in the short grass.